Hi there, and welcome back to Barely D&D, a sort of Dungeons & Dragons podcast. My name is Landon, and this week we are going to be jumping into episode 42, To Darker Depths. Before that, let's go ahead and recap last week's episode, The Brass Chalice. After arriving on the fractured Isle of Alaban, recovering from their ordeal in the Tempest, and meeting their odd friends Bulgur Ganeek, the fun guys finally started making their way to the Brass Chalice, the headquarters of the Brass Company. This imposing structure was filled with a tense atmosphere of grim faces and callous demeanors as the group headed onwards to their meeting with Themnon, the infamous Brass Hand. Careful navigation of their conversation allowed the party to convince the Crime Lord to provide them with a bounty for General Dolgoth that promised a reward of 35,000 gold upon completion of the hit. Themnon warned the party that by accepting this contract, the Fungis were linking themselves to both himself and to the violent task ahead permanently placing secrecy and danger in close proximity to the group. As the conversation drew to a close, the party was told that in order for the magical bounty to be activated, they would need to prove themselves capable of killing Dolgoth, the Wandering Death, by reclaiming a lost chest inside the wreckage of a ship recently sunk by the grueling storm the Fungi's had just survived. The party is gathered now, having left their successful negotiations in the Brass Chalice behind, with the challenge of living up to their task looming at the edge of the shoreline, success sunken somewhere before them in the dark depths below. Before we get into this adventure, I just want to say a quick thank you to one of our amazing patrons. Charlotte, thank you so much for being a part of our community and for contributing the way that you do. If you'd like to be a part of this community as well, you can find a link to our patron in the episode description. And if you don't have a few bucks to throw around each month, you can also just tell one of your friends about the podcast, leave a review, or just let us know what your favorite part of this episode was. We really love the engagement and uh, we just love to, to hear that people are enjoying the show. But with that, let's get on with the adventure. Welcome back to Barely D&D. This is your friendly neighborhood D&D player, Landon, and joined with the amazing, ever-encompassing knowledge of D&D, Zachary, the DM, and that, that, uh, that <laughs> sentence didn't make any sense. <laughs> ever-encompassing. You know all your cardinal directions. <laughs> uh, that's what encompassing means, right? Well, this is a sort of Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Today, we have our full group, as well as our special guest star, <laughs> Jackie Butler, no, and then our correct. actual, for real, special guest star, Kara Nightscaly. Kara! Kara! Wow, that, that, wow. that was really that was good. good. That was beautiful. Um, <laughs> uh, this is episode 41, and we're excited to bring it to you, but before we have to do our little pre-podcast blurb, um, who has the question this week? Melanie doesn't. I was going to put Kara on the spot and have her just bring one up. We thought about this at all. Kara, we know how much you like being suddenly put on the spot. Um, what is your uh, What is your question, Kara? The amount of times that Kara just blinked. <laughs> is, <laughs> are you Googling I, questions? No, I don't okay. have any questions. I have um, one that Kara would like. Perfect. If that's okay with she her. Is, Jackie, you are the special guest. That's no, true. No, no, no. That's true. I shouldn't take this away from you. I was just going to say, if your character was a rock, uh, <gasps> yes. what would they be? Let's all yes. play the game. We don't know that many rocks. I know. Uh, I know. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I know mine. I know mine. Well, uh, Peter too. as Boz answers go, I'm just going to reach right for the closest thing to me. And uh, petrified wood. That's oh, what yeah, that makes perfect. a lot of sense. Yeah, that is, that is, can, is that a rock, though? Technically, Kara, yeah. will is petrified wood a rock? It is. Oh, okay. Yes. 
Ooh, get dunked on by the geologist. I didn't care. Also, I just was certified geologist. I'm glad. I'm happy to be dunked on by Karen. Get geologist. I wish I could be dunked on by geologists more. Okay, well. (laughs) (laughs) Not necessarily Kara, just geologists in general. Like, if someone knows a lot about rocks, come to me and just say, hey, I got some information for you, buddy. (laughs) Um, What about about Craig? Um, The only rock he would be would be Dwayne the Rock Johnson. That doesn't even what? make sense. <laughs> no, that was wonderful. I I that no, I'm not Craig changing my answer. Like, yeah, that's, that's, that's it. Kara, is, is iron ore is a mineral, right? Yeah. I feel like Craig would be iron ore. He's because uh, he's dense. What? I mean, he could be Chris Rock too. <laughs> okay. he's, 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 if there's rock in your name, Craig's coming. Hey. For you. <laughs> That's it. You guys heard it here. The Big Mike publicly threatens Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> this year at WWE 2022. Yeah. I don't the amount of money I would pay to see like a short film where it's just like superimposed <laughs> Micah beating the snot out of Dwayne The Rock Johnson. No. All right. Uh, Greta, what's your Can we rock skip my place? Okay. We're Googling rocks. Um, um, I was going to say, I was going to say like a geode if it was. If it was like reverse, <laughs> that makes sense. I think that's called a gem. I like, love that though. That's kind of like cool. because I was gonna say Gio, but like she's really. Let's be honest. Ro is like super pretty on the outside. <laughs> like she's got flower. Like she looks like a purple Geo gym thing. But like I feel like she's got a lot of crap going on in her past. So she's like a reverse geode because it's not the inside. That's pretty, pretty on the outside. She's a bad person. She's just got a lot no. of stuff going on. She's a bad person. <laughs> what? <laughs> just kidding. All right. Um Eek. What's her rock with Eek um, be? Eek would probably be like a nice, which uh, is just one that forms on a mountain, but it's just so that she could say that she's nice. Oh, <laughs> that's cute. Wow. Yeah. That's good. Um, and then no one gave me an NPC, but Bulgrugs. Yeah, that's sure. Right. Yeah. Yes. 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 I understand. Um, no one. This, but that's I've... Thin Mint. Thin Mint? <laughs> do, we want, do we want Thimnin or Bulgrug? <gasps> Bulgrum. Bullgrug it is. Bullgrug, Bullgrug, um, Bullgrug, Bullgrug, Bullgrug. I, I want bold fum. <laughs> I want <laughs> I think I think Bullgrug would be concrete because that's not a straight mineral. Um, like something's fundamentally wrong with it, but um, it he's trying his best and he's having a good time. Wait, I have like a really just, good answer for Bullgrug. Yeah, Kara, go ahead be- and take my thing. What was that? As, no, 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 no. As just a side thing. As a geologist. Um, yeah, as, a, um, as the resident. Yeah, as the resident <laughs> geologist. Um, Get geologist. He could be. He could be Pete. Um, because Pete David? is like. Uh, yeah, exactly. No. We love Pete David. Shout out to no, Pete David. Come on, podcast. He's definitely listening. Um, no, but but Pete um is like it's made up of all of this like uh plant material, but it's just squished into like a rock. <gasps> Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Did Greta ever say one? I have one now. Okay, that's right. I just forgot. (laughs) It would be uh, Greta would be Jade. 
No, Jade would be so funny. No, it's Jane. (laughs) Greta would be. Now that's an inside joke. I just got that. Watch. Um, No, listen to Summer Camp. It is so good, guys. That was our official advertisement. (laughs) But I, yeah, Greta would be like a really like raw and like unfinished Jade. Like these, like these pieces Mm. of Jade. Yeah. This is Greta. It's doing a lot for you, audio listener. We love that one. Abby has a picture. Ten, wait, no. It's, this is raw nephrite Jade Stone. Anyway, uh, y'all, the date is 3488 PB Bialkaneth 4. Say it one more time to... for the people in the back. 3488 PB Bialkaneth 4. So, um, on the mid or early summer morning of Bialkaneth 4, in the fractured Stone Isle of Alaban, the refuge of scoundrels, the harbor of ships. Um, the fun guys have left the brass chalice behind them. Um, keen mind, it's probably like 10.45 a.m. Yeah, I've just, I've, I've learned. I obey now. Um, it's probably like 10.45 a.m. And uh, you guys stand on the, um, uh, the uh, stone street um, that leads away from the brass chalice and toward the center of town with the docks up on your right. Um, I think I said previously for listeners that the map would be up on the website and I hadn't put it up yet. It will be soon and you can genuinely look at what we're, uh, at what we're doing, but we'll get there in a bit. Um, so you guys have the uh, broken stone pathway before you, the small hoveled uh, weather-worn buildings of Alaban all around you, as well as the new ones that are being expanded and, stru- and constructed by um, the brass company's growing influence on the aisle and uh, the stone streetway before you just thousands of small shale broken rocks in the way of the whole aisle that have been pummeled by thousands of steps into like almost a near dirt path um, as the ocean dances and crashes somewhere to your right um, and the weather is um, Alaban is in a near it, it's not far from the equator of Yalabuddin um, and so it should have a sort of uh, Mediterranean uh, sort of you know what actually could someone in the party make a nature check for me? Oh. Zach, I'm not even lying. That was a natural 20. Oh my goodness. To start us off, what's the total? <laughs> and my nature is plus seven, so 27. Oh. Wow. I got a 17. This is great. And that was rolling start, a nine. I have a plus eight to nature, and I didn't Jeez. realize it. Greta, did you also roll? Oh, dude, give me a second. <laughs> All right, well, uh, we know we've got a total coming here. It's coming to you live now. Abby is looking at her character sheet. 16. Rounding third. 16. 16. Wow, okay. So all three of you guys pass. As you as you wake up on this morning, it occurs to you guys. You've been you've been sailing across the Scalia Nazga. You've just come from Home Cove. And while navigation and distance is not forefront on all of your minds, um, you are beginning to put together like the nature of... You're, you're beginning to get a firmer grasp on distances at different locations in the world as you travel in between them. And it dawns on you all that Alaban is weirdly cooler than a lot of the other places nearby. Um, Port Resplendisaw, Home Cove, they were all uh, neotropical environments, pleasant and warm. Um, and while Alaban is not cold, it's not barren like some places in the north, not like the home you are from, Craig, um, it is still weirdly a little cooler than all the lands around them. Um, now, this doesn't necessarily blow y'all's minds because as inhabitants of, y- of Yalabadin, if you've been from different locations, you are aware that certain areas in the world um, follow uh, general temperate trends, but other areas seem a little magically influenced. And 
Alaban, for some reason, is slightly cooler than much of the area around it. But it is a brisk morning, maybe um, 70 degrees. Um, and there's a cool breeze blowing in from the ocean, briny and harsh. Uh, the clouds above you are a patchwork of um, heavy gray hues layered over each other, and this thin silver morning light is filtering through them, uh, a sort of dense floating reminder of the terrible gale that struck you all the morning before in the day lies before you. Wait, so did we just walk out of the brush? Okay. Yes, ma'am. I wanted to make sure. Is that 70 degrees Celsius or Fahrenheit? <laughs> oh my uh, goodness. Well, you're not dead, so probably Is there, can I kind of, <laughs> not to like focus, hyper-focus on the temperature, but you said that some of them are like kind of magically influenced. Do I, is there any way to tell if, or just like think logically if this is a, like a magically influenced it, area? So the nature check was basically for it to occur to you that that's a little strange. Okay, cool. Because uh, you're all physically aware of the temperature, but okay. yeah, you're aware that Alaban is like a, it's one of those areas where it isn't quite line up with the okay. um, temperatures and environments of the area around them. Cool, thanks. Uh, do we think that went well, guys? Yes? No? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess so. As long as we complete this task. I'm actually, more, dead, right? I'm actually more worried about about going under the water than I am about the actual killing of Dolgoth. Really? That's a strong statement. What's the reason for that, Ron? I don't. I don't remember how much you know, Tello. But yeah, I'm still filling in on things. Old, you know, our globe friend. <laughs> um, he told me to stay away from the waves, from all the water. That's not foreboding at all. Right. Um. So I don't know how I feel about that, but. Well, but at least we have two new friends that we'll can. We'll be going can help as a out. team. Bulgrog, the moment you say friends, Bulgrog, the tall, imposing orc figure, um, who is, I think, now probably the tallest of the whole group, sort of turns and goes, <laughs> yes, we are there. I mean, in, unless you guys need me to stay on the shore with, um, with, with the, what's his name? What's your, what's your asking? No. With, oh, with the, Moto Moto. Moto, with, with Moto, Moto. <laughs> I can, yes. I can hold on to him and we can chill on the shore if you'd like, um. I don't know. Maybe he can swim. Can Motomoto Moto swim? Um, I haven't asked him yet. Mm. I mean, maybe he can. I don't know. I, I can't speak to him. Somebody else did earlier. Yeah, we, can, we can figure it out. Um. So how do we want to do this? He said we have 72 hours. I think, Uh. well, we're all well rested. So <laughs> I think we should just go ahead and skedaddle. Uh, I can make us breathe underwater. Yeah, I can too. That's really useful. I wait. Can I? You actually can, Buzz. Yeah, I can. And if That's we have, incredible. if we get in a tight spot and we want to like get back up to the shore really quick, I can also make us walk on water. I and I've used it before to like shoot up through the water. And that's why I landed back on the ship so easily with the squid things. Yeah, Tello, you weren't so, above deck. Uh, no, I wasn't. He had us all breathing uh, with all the water that was hitting us during the storm. Wow. You know, Buzz, it doesn't come up a lot, but you're an incredible caster. Oh, thanks, Tello. Hi, when did you become such a powerful magician? Um, mostly talking to people. Um, I'm just kidding. Uh, he doesn't say that. He Sorry, goes. I, what the listeners couldn't see was Micah just suddenly turned to Abby <laughs> and did her eyebrows in time with the music. <laughs> I, just, I, mean, I didn't know were. that was coming, I didn't even but I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Oh, my music moment, Buzz. I'm sorry, that was just amazing. <laughs> I don't really know, Tello. I mean, I guess 
I, it's not like I worked really hard on it. I think it's just something that happened. I don't um, know, Drew. It's just uh, you fascinate me, man. I didn't know any before you. It's incredible what you oh. can do. Everybody else is great too. I'm not trying to offend. Wow, hello. Greta starts crying. Then I go, oh, okay. No, no she does not. And then he goes, oh, never mind. And I, then, I, <laughs> I personally think Craig is the best uh, caster out of all of us. Yeah, he can float. Yeah, he can. He can I, do. Actually, I don't know Craig. that. Craig Greta wouldn't know that. <laughs> Craig gives a weak smile, and this is. He's he's not having a good time right now. Uh, Craig, what's Craig? wrong? Are you okay? I need to sit down. You need to sit down. Uh, is everything all right? Sits, I, I'm going to sit down. He just sits on uh, the floor. Just sit in the middle of the road. Guys, maybe we don't sit down right in front of the brass chalice. Goes, I, I'm, I'm sorry, Craig. Maybe, like you said, they have this building over here? Or? We're supposed to find Ogoth? Hey, I'm going to I'm gonna grab Craig and like kind of, I'm going to stand up and kind of like try and pull Craig up. Craig. Tell him <laughs> Strength I'm just kidding. No, like, like come on. It, like, come like, yeah, Craig. yeah. Okay, you got you guys yeah, all venture it. over to uh, a building nearby. The area. There's a um, there the closest building to your left mm -hmm. is a large um, smithing uh, mm -hmm. building, and you can hear like a ding ding, ding ding from inside the building. Early as metal is being struck, but you're on the side of the building and you're not bothering anyone in the shade of an early morning. Do you want to sit down now, Craig? Craig's like face looks like flushed, like he's is really worried. Hmm? Anywhere? No, just sitting <laughs> like on the side of the building, <laughs> down. The rock. And I was over on the bench. Okay. Okay. So no bench. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, but um, serious mm. moment. Um. <laughs> so, um, Craig says he he said that if we like weren't able to do it, and this is like a guys, this is a big task. If we're not able to do it, he's gonna come for my family. Like, he's gonna like. Like, we just put ourselves in so much danger. And the people that we love, we just put them all in danger. And and if they, if I lose them, I I don't know what I'm going to do, you guys. Like, how are we supposed to do this? How are, We don't even have a plan. We don't have any idea what we're doing. We never do. I don't, I don't know. Well, Craig, I think, I think, um, well, first of all, we do need to come up with a plan after we, after we, solve this first problem under the waves but not to be not to be crass about it I guess but I fear that our loved ones are in danger if we don't do this Dogoth will find him either way so it's up to us to make sure he never finds anyone else again this is this is kind of what we were talking you, you know you talk about your, how you feel towards the Kefs. And this is, I mean, this is what we can do. Everyone hates the Kefs. Well, not everyone. Most people. The Kefs don't hate. Okay. <laughs> no, but like, what makes, what makes us think that we can do it? Like, what makes us think that we're going to be able to destroy like Dolgoth who fights and murders people for fun and, and, and no mercy? Like, what makes us think that we have the ability to do that? We're we're in over our heads. Craig, I haven't known you very long. I haven't known any of you very long, but I've known I've, you for like five minutes. <laughs> but I've gotten to see what all of you could do, and I've heard what you could do even before I met you. And I've traveled a lot, and you're probably one of the greatest warriors I've ever met, Craig. It's because of your heart. And so if anyone can take on Dolgoth, I think all of us can together. I fully believe that. If I didn't I don't think I would be standing here. 
Tello sort of has like drawn lips and a concerted serious demeanor and he nods listening to Rowan. He says, plus I think, uh, I think Greta makes a good point. Rogue? The reason that no no he, he was referencing Greta earlier. Oh okay. Wait what? <laughs> Jackie said yeah. Anyway back to my character. Right. No uh, I'm just confused. No I know I'm just joking. Um, Tello continues and he says the reason I brought this up to Boz in the first place is that oh, he, he's called the Wandering Death, the Searing Agony. We crossed him. That's it. We're on the list. You don't do that with Dolgoth and Liv. So I didn't do this necessarily. I don't know what to write the Kefka in general, but. I mean, these, I think this comes one way or another. Just trying to strike first. I don't know, man. I don't know. And he just sort of like looks to Boz for a moment and he just continues, you know, just sort of like a concerted, like he's not quite sure what he's saying. And he just says, I just, I'm just going with my gut. And from what I've heard about him, I think if we don't strike first, we get it. I mean, I mean, we faced him once and we didn't die. And he could have easily... I mean, there's lots of people that he's struck down in, in one hit. And with all of us together, we all made it out alive. We're going to be okay. We're naive. And our families are going to be okay. We're naive. We have to have... I know that we need to complete this mission and this task and, and prove that maybe we can do it. But if we want to do this, like, you guys, I just put my son's life on the table. Like, I have to have a plan. Like, I can't just Your son's just life was already on the table, Craig. But now I've, I've opened mm. the door. It wasn't Dolgoth that forced his way in. I opened that door. We opened the door when Dolgoth ran into us in Port Lismondison, and we we fought back. I see what you're There's saying, There's no going back it's, from that. It's on our hands now. But I, I think that... Like if it it really is about, you know, the world and your son is in the world and we're talking about the future of not just your son's life, but, you know, the Kefs are going to affect like his quality of life. And I, I think that it takes someone crazy and stupid and like a little bit naive to to take this challenge and take on Dolgoth. And I think that's what we have. We're like crazy nuts and, and naive, but also but we can't be reckless. Yeah. Well, here's what mm -hmm. I think, guys. Um, I think that right now, I mean, the first, unless he strikes us before we strike him, we have the first move, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, we don't know what's on his short list, but he's pretty near the top of ours. And with that, we not only can plan how we do it, but also where our families are before we do, if we want to do that much. So, I mean, I'm thinking if we want to be really thorough, maybe we can have them in like a secure location Maybe we can have like a plan B to get out of there if something goes wrong or someone that can keep, that can whisk our loved ones away. I don't know, but I mean, we can get creative with this. I, I think it's a little bit in the future and the way that we are just getting more and more powerful. I don't know about you guys, but even just a month ago, I, I can do things now that I could only dream of yeah. literally Same. just a month ago. I've been learning a lot of new things from my mother's songbook. I know balls has been and Greta have been studying up on their spells, too. And I know you're getting stronger every day, Craig. Didn't you work out, like, early yeah, morning? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> you woke me up and I, like, went back to sleep. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Not really, because no, it okay. was so fun. Bless <laughs> um, Craig. I don't know. Yeah, I'm scared, too. <laughs> but I've been scared. I don't know. I don't want this to come off the wrong way, but... To see you kind of scared feels good. 
Because I've been scared. I don't know about you guys. I've had a, Dogo a nightmare about Dogoth every night. <laughs> and if you guys haven't, like... Uh, what's wrong with you, you know? I mean, seriously, though. I joke, but if... um, I think maybe this is the level of concern we should have had from the beginning. I'm not trying to be callous towards you, correct, but... I hope that's how seriously we're taking all of this. I did this because I'm taking this seriously. Yeah. I screwed right. up a lot of things. And... I have loved ones too. Yeah. I, I know. I I don't mean to make this about me, you guys. I, it's, I it's freaky. It. It's scary. Yeah. I'm really scared. All the time. A lot. Mm. Okay. Ooh, okay. Uh, I'm... I'm feeling good. I'm feeling a little bit better. We can we can start heading. Bulgog leans out. in with a very serious face and he says, "What is a Dolgoth? <laughs> oh, no worse dude ever." Craig, um, Craig looks at him just like, "Oh, you innocent." Oh, <laughs> Ro like lowers her voice and she goes, "Um, do you guys have you guys heard of the Five Fingers of Keth?" I don't think so. No. No. Where are you, where are you guys from, by the way? If you don't mind me asking. It's kind of a complicated question, honestly. I'm from Damascara. So I'm, What did you say? Damascara. So the D-O or D? D-A-M-A S-C-E-R-A Sounds like Damascus. <laughs> I'm from literally maybe right next door. I'm not sure. Ooh. I met him a long time ago. In in his hometown? Um, I Kara, mean, we let's were just this up right here, right now. <laughs> yeah, we were just walking around. I'm from like a really small, a really small town. Me too. Um, kind of. My town was like on the back of like we traveled around a lot. Yeah, I lived in a swamp. That's awesome. Did you have? Did you right? fight crocodiles? I think they would have ate us, probably. Babies? Babies? Maybe. <laughs> Baby crocodile? <laughs> <Maybe. laughs> I mean, maybe that's what my brothers were talking about. I'm not really sure. Um, DM, does Ro know where Damascara is? History check. Can I make one? I'm from nowhere. I don't know where that is. Hee <laughs> hee. <laughs> hee <laughs> hee. 23. <laughs> no. What? <laughs> oh. In fact... It occurs to you that you've just never even heard of that. In fact, <laughs> none of you all have ever heard of Tumascara. Okay. Um, Bulgar continues and he says, I'm a teak and I thought she is really cool. We should be friends. And uh, we went around doing our thing. And then one day there was a lot of mist on the road we were walking into. We walked through the mist and then we ended up in a place that we didn't know at all. What was it called, Teak? What was what called? The place we were. I don't remember. Something to do with like a bird or something, I think. A Barovia, I think. Barovia. Ah, there we go. Then we met a wizard after we killed a hag. And then the wizard uh, sent us through a big blue door. And then a big blue door. We came here. Was, yes. the, was the bird place the, the, was it in the earth and bloom? What is an earth in bloom? Oh, um. What? You said that you killed a hag? Mm-hmm. Did yeah. you know her name? They were awful. No, they? I didn't know her name. All of them. 
What did they look like? Hags. Okay. Uh, well, when she was in the town, she looked like an old lady, but um, when we found her in her hut, she was purple and had horns and black hair. She was and killing I took children. this from her. I, I took this from her. What do you and I like pull out my little pastry in a bag that's probably very old now. It's a pastry? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Bulgarg points to his side and he says, this hand. And that disembodied hand that holds <gasps> his flask, he says, this was on the wall in her hut. Can I do a history check on the pastry? I know that's... I just, I want what, to for? what for? What <sighs> for? Not the hand. Get <laughs> <laughs> <Jenny> there! <laughs> What 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 are you? Um, uh, I want to check for if like anything. Hmm. <laughs> I want to check if it looks familiar, and can I do an Arcana check to see if there's any hag witchy craziness? That's a very vague question, but yes, you may roll both. How can I? Think I want to know more if the specific question are from my region. <laughs> As you roll that, Greta, a Bulger continues, and he says, um. Meek and I had only known each other for a short time, but we wanted to help people, and the hag lady was killing children, so we decided to kill her. I'm pretty sure that's what she made this pastry out of, but we aren't sure, so I'm not going to eat it. Mm. We should really throw that away, I was going to ask to eat it, but now I won't. Um, I got a one for the first check, <laughs> and a... This is so hard. Oh, dang. What? That's gonna be I. You do that. <laughs> I believe in you. Do the math. Uh, twenty-two for the Arcana check. Oh my goodness. Nope. Looks weird though. Is there? Do I see any kind of? Is there any kind of magic on it? No, it doesn't. It doesn't appear magical. Okay, and you cool. don't remember. You remember something about the denizens of Vithli creating various concoctions, but not specifically in pastries. Okay. Do I recognize the bag at all? Yeah, it looks like burlap. Cool. Boring. <laughs> um, so can I check out the hand? Can I do like a medicine check to see is that like a human hand? Yeah, make a medicine Medi- check. Okay. Sixteen. Uh the dimensions, the width of the distance between the tarsals. Um yeah, that's a that's a disembodied human hand. Okay. Bulgurg, did you enchant it to do that grabby thing? No, we did that on the wall when we found it. Oh, then you just put it on your belt? Yes. Does it take commands? Um, no, it just holds on to what you put in its hand. Can well, I do it it Have you ever held its hand? Oh, Craig. <laughs> no, it belonged to a person. That feels wrong. You gotta ask for consent, Craig. <laughs> but making You're it right. hold your things feels right? Yes. <laughs> and Bulgurg just responds with complete confidence. Not a second thought. Can I do an arcana okay. check on the hand? To see if it's magical? Would that be detect magic? Abby's like, how can I get information? I'm actually... I mean, like, what do you need to do detect magic? What is it that you're asking? Are you asking me if the disembodied hand that grabs stuff is magical? Yes. No. It is magical. Okay. Guess I won't do a check then. Never mind. You need a specific inquiry. Did you have something, Michael? Um, I would like to take advantage of the like to detect magic. This is magical awareness, actually, my feature. Yes. And I would like to look at every single person 
<laughs> and do magic awareness. Let's do this. <laughs> All right. Okay, Craig. Um, so how do you summon this ability? I think I look at Greta and she's God. looking really intently at these things. I'm like, oh, dang, she probably knows a lot more about these things than I do right now. And then he just goes. <laughs> she just flexes your shoulders and open your eyes wide. And as you do, in your mind, uh, you hear Old's voice say, I'm curious too. And uh, those with pass high pass perception, Greta, Boz, and Roe, the three of you notice for just a second, all these veins around Craig's eyes go I'm like sick. dark green and varicose just in a flash. And there's oh, like no. a flash of dark green color over his eyes. And then he's looking normally. And Craig, you look all around. Okay, um, so, <laughs> you know, you know, I'll tell you what. All the stuff you know is magical, right? All of that on your allies and your friends. Um, Eek, is there anything magical that Craig can see on you? Uh, yes. And if you have stowed items, he'd probably just see like a little bit of a light coming from um, inside of a package, but not necessarily the object itself. Are there any exposed items he can see that are magical? No. Okay. Not um, exposed. Also, the- I have a high passive perception as well. Okay, so you would also notice that from Craig's. Cool. Well, what's your okay. passive perception? 17. Oh my oh actual crap. Also, we haven't talked about this. Kira's never made a character with low stats. Um, uh, just, and she's not cheating either. She just rolls and she's like, wow, a 20, a 20, a 20, a 20, a 20. Wow, a 20, a 20, a 20. Um, so uh, yeah, you notice Craig's eyes as well. Um, uh, you see, If I'm thinking of the two items correctly, you see- Three. The three. Three. We discussed one and I forgot to write it down, but I wrote it down on a different piece of paper. Could you give me an indistinct description so vague that they couldn't know, but so, but I might put it together. Um, <laughs> this isn't or helpful. Could, like, I just like text it to you. Don't worry well, about listening. Oh, come okay. on, Jackie. I was just uh, trying to be helpful. It's, it's just like, it's like a deck. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you see, um, you see, uh, and you know what? As part of your feature, you're aware of what it is. I'm, we won't uh, bother with the rigor of the colors, but you see three different items from various baubles and stowaways of each person mm-hmm. um, that appear to have enchantment on them. So that would lead you to believe magical colors. items. Yeah, the, like the, the color for enchantment. There, there appear to be three enchantment magic yeah, items. What color is that? <laughs> <laughs> I really memorized this. Search, DM boy. <laughs> Each of her buttons are also magical. Just that kidding. They are. She believes they are with her heart. Like, yeah, yeah. I can never remember if this is in the DMG or the player's handbook. It's okay. That was just a, like a question I that you I want to say it's ask. like green or something. Green. But big old question mark. I can confirm that later. So she appears to have enchanted items and Bulgreg is wearing a symbol around his chest. It's gold. Um, and it has like the traced outline of three stars that connect in a sort of triangle. And the top one, uh, one of one of the gemstones in one of the stars is red, another is orange, and another is yellow. And then enchantment um, on D and D, a website says that it's pink. Thank Anyways. you, Kara. That's very helpful. Mm-hmm. The light sources are pink. Um, same goes for his necklace, but it's very dim, as if it's just barely magical. Um, Arcana. And I'm trying to see. Are you proficient in Arcana, Craig? Um, probably not. No check. Um, the, uh... No. The, uh, hand at his waist is necromantically enchanted. Um, and... Nothing else. But man, does he ever have a lot of items. Like what? 
<laughs> well, he showed you all his inventory the other day. If we went through it again, mm. that would take the whole session. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, so those those are the items you detect off of Bulgog. Um, as the conversation... Oh, also, I almost kind of forgot to say, um, just as a fun little tidbit, if everyone wants to go to general of Barely D&D, &D, uh, we have artwork for Eek that you can look at. <gasps> Landon, if you want to look at that too, you can. I love She's that. Thank you so much for doing that. Who did that? Is there Bulgrog art? So there will be some, oh and God, both of these will be on the website so by the time the episode good. is out. That is so good. What? I love her. So that is what Eek looks like. She's so cool. Yes. Oh, her hair. <laughs> She's amazing. It reminds me of like the um, like Tinkerbell movies. Oh my gosh, it does. Also, I don't know Zach, what you're talking about. Can you ever tell the Spell her name wrong. I There's what? three E's. There's, There's three E's? E's? There's Oops. three. Wow. <laughs> I've been writing that wrong everywhere. Can I just do so E cubed and then K? E cubed. <laughs> E3. Um, She's a gamer. E3. <laughs> All right. Um, so yes. uh, at this point, uh, Tello says... Um, so our, when, when should we go? Or? I think I, unless there's okay. information that I am not aware of, I think we should scoot. Craig just starts walking. As Craig walks away, Tello stands still and he goes, uh, what's our plan? I think we should. <laughs> I assume you come back at some point. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think right. we should. Uh, I think we should go. Do we need to gather anything from our hotels? Do we need to check out of our, our rooms? We, we're going under the ocean, right? Yeah. We, we should, should. Like everything that could be damaged by water, we should leave on the ship, right? Tello, so good. How, I does, that, back there, how does that work with my loot? Because that's how I do magic, but how do I take it under the water? Uh, you're proficient in Arcana, correct? Yeah. You are aware that most magical <laughs> items are magically durable. Okay. Uh, they tend to be immune to minor Even underwater? Minor okay. Tend to. Can you cast magic with music underwater if no, if like sound is yeah, inhibited how does that by work? it? We it's can certainly slower. find out. Oh. No. Dang it, Zachary. Oh, they're in slow motion. Who knows? We can certainly find out. Um, I, I, I hate, oh, go ahead. I just, like, that's frustrating that we might have to deal with that mechanic, but, like, hats off to thinking of that mechanic. Ken Sabe. Um. Okay, Sarah, Sarah. Right, guys? <laughs> what? Guys, let's go. Wait, was that right? Wait, did you just I... use correct Spanish? Yeah, I did. Yeah. He just said, what it'll be, it'll be. That was cool. Nice, Land. Thank you. Anyway. Um, <laughs> thanks, Twitter. <laughs> you ruined it. <laughs> Ro had thoughts. <laughs> There's Ro, something you look pensive. <laughs> um, I kind of, I kind of had a thought, but I wanted to run it by you guys. Um, of course, Ro. Bulgog says, looking at you with no context or relationship to you. Ro's kind of looking between. Craig and Boz at the moment, like going back and forth. Her eyes are like darting back and forth between them, and she goes, "You guys know how I was um, how I'm quite uh, hesitant about the water. What would you guys think if?" And she's gonna try to word this very carefully, but I don't know if Zach's gonna let me get away with it. So, <laughs> what would you guys think? If um, I had a discussion with someone we know to know a little bit more about what's under those waters. Is there a new friend we haven't met? 
I'm always down to meet a friend. Is it Moto Moto? Are you wanting to discuss with someone who possibly has more uh, limbs? More what? More oh. limbs? And then uh, Craig like does this whole like, like a tree. his arm like noodles. Other limbs. Trying to point towards old. Trying to like suggest towards old. Um, I, 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 yes. Okay. I mean, he was just in my head, but I think that he can move over pretty fast. Is he always in your head? You know it. Who is old? Okay. Huh? Shout out to Karen at work. Who is old? I didn't say his name in the. Are you? Okay. You're. I'm old. I'm. No, I, I I'm didn't say his old. name in the, as well, a character. How old are you? I'm. I'm about. I'm about a half a half a century. Wow. How old are that's, you? That's really. Uh, Thirty-four. Wow, you're so young. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and yet, so much. Eek, how old are you? I've never asked. <laughs> Um, I, I think I'm only like nine, maybe. I'm not sure. You're very mature for your age. Oh, you're such a little yes. baby. Greta, how old are you? <laughs> how old are you, Greta? Well, I'm older than my tall brother and older than my annoying sister and Greta, younger what? than that cousin that you're so mysterious, threw Greta. me off of a sheep. <laughs> but old, older, older numbers, numbers, Greta. Older than the cousin that was always like. Do you have a birthday? I bet I can run faster than you. Do you have a birthday, Greta? I do have a birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Greta pulls out her birth certificate. <laughs> it, it's like it's like on like a rock or like it's like. <laughs> oh. As, as Greta carefully recalls her birthday, like Zach has to in real life, um, <laughs> to Buzz and he goes, how old are you, Buzz? Uh, I'm like 125. I just stares at you with wide eyes. Is Buzz the oldest of all of us? Craig, how old yeah, are you? Yeah, I guess so. I'm... I literally have written on my character sheet for age, your mom. <laughs> <laughs> this feels right. <laughs> Oh, oh, you made years. <laughs> I'm 247 what? years. You're 247? <laughs> You're a liar, Greta. You're 247? <laughs> Wait, are you about to, like, die? <laughs> Do you need a walker? <laughs> What's happening? How old the gnomes last? Zach, we did that on the phone like months ago. Literally, oh, no. actually, literally like a year ago. She's old. Why like gnomes so live like 350 years old. She's like Greta in her 40s. Is literally a hack. No, 50s. You're like in your 50s. Do you you've you've always kind of communicated that Greta's kind of young, right? Well, she spent 23 years with the hags. Uh-huh. And this is 247. <laughs> yeah. How how like do you want Greta to be kind of young? Because that's like Middle-aged. I thought you said balls would last the longest of us. Yeah, yeah, that's old for now. That's middle-aged. Yeah. So you do you, do you want to be like you're like canonically like middle-aged? Okay. What's middle-aged? Like how old is middle-aged? Holy cow! Greta, this this I thought this would answer some questions of mine, but it just opens a whole nother door of other questions. Suppose you say you're 125, and then Greta goes, <laughs> "Yeah, I'm 240." 
47. People always say I look really young. You do look young. You look incredible. Did you live under a rock for like one of those centuries or something? <laughs> like just by yourself or what kind of rock was it? That sounds really fun, honestly. I didn't honestly. live under a rock. I did a lot of traveling. I lived alone for a while. Um, I so lived with my babes. Or, uh... Oh, what do you guys think, though, about... Should we force... <clears throat> should we force Bro to stay on the boat so she's safe? Well, should she I... She should have she a conversation first. Should I have a conversation? Yes. So, we should go back to the boat. Ro, you can take a nap. My eyes get really big. Ro, you can take a nap really fast for like five or ten minutes under the boat. Under the boat. I don't know. In the in the bottom <laughs> of the boat. I have, my memory's getting a little a little yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah make an insight check and uh, you gotta make a deception check. I Fourteen. Fourteen. Greta. Fifteen. Oh. Hey, that's a lot of years of experience there. Yeah, you're having a hard time to say. I want to make an insight check. Okay, Boz, yeah, roll an insight check. Do I make another Why deception check? Why is Boz making an insight check? I don't know. Boz should know that we're you talking know about what we're talking about. 15. Are you, you joking? Maybe she's talking about old. <laughs> Okay. So we're going back to the bus. I understand. I asked you, balls, and I honestly, I really didn't even have to ask you all. I could Let's have go just back discussed. to the boat. Tell okay. walking. The group gets toward the boat. Um, as they're headed to the docks, Balgrog turns to Eek and he goes, Should we stand at the end of the dock and let them go to their ship? Yeah, I was going to see if I can go put Moto Moto on there. Oh, nice. Smart. You guys can. Maybe do I ever safe. hear this? Yeah, we do not talk no, highly, I don't think. They do oh, okay. it a distance away. Um, but uh, <laughs> they wait for you to what get a distance away. I was walking Balgrug. next to And then Balgrog sprints away from you, carrying Eek with him, plants her down. And then he has the conversation and he goes, um, That's a good idea. Okay, uh, I'll go ask. All right. He stands stone still looking at the ocean. Um, I'm going to run up to... Everybody's been directing their questions towards Craig, so I'm going to assume Craig <laughs> is the leader. <laughs> yes! Oh, no! <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to run straight up to Craig. Tiny little goblin and girl with purple hair runs up. Craig, Eek. Craig, um, can I keep my stuff on the boat? I don't want to lose any buttons. And then maybe I was thinking, like, maybe Moto Moto could stay here, but I don't want him to get hurt, so. We have a very, um... A very important person in our um, boat that also likes things um and i can't promise that you will have all of your things when you return do you think so, she likes buttons do you think they like buttons are they shiny mm, yeah couple um give them to a man who has who smiles too much Man who smiles too much. Okay. On the boat. He'll keep it safe. I like how Craig is speaking so in riddles when he introduces names. <laughs> His name is Spagubert. And you should definitely compliment the boat when you go up and talk to him. That's really easy. I probably have already done that multiple yeah. times, but that's okay. Okay. And then I'm just going to hug your leg so hard as you're trying to walk. Which is really weird because she's not much shorter than you. But she gets no. down and hugs your leg. And no, then... but, but as you're trying to walk too. <laughs> <laughs> Your inspiration. Eek, Eek, right. This is inappropriate. <laughs> Eek, I'm married. Okay, so Eek, you run it. So I assume you kind of like run ahead of everyone now. 
Yeah. Okay. You get toward the ship, and there are um, there are two very muscular half orc half orc looking siblings, um, tall and lean, with these like dope like like side shaved haircuts, just sort of relaxing on the boat. And as this unknown goblin runs up, um, the sister kind of like puts a hand on a sword, kind of looking at you with peering eyes. Craig told me I can give all of my stuff to somebody who smiles too much. Ploff just like gently <laughs> face palms herself and Billfried just kind of nods, staring at the water. And right at that moment, there's a and the lid pops up and this little dwarven head with blonde curly hair goes, Hello, you said you are a friend of Craig. I am. He is my favorite. And this boat is very beautiful. <gasps> Thank you. That does. Oh, yeah. And Spooky uh, like, bum, 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 climbs up the ladder and looks at you. My name is Eek. Eek, I like that name. It is Thank good you. Like I, you Eek. I like your name. What's your name? Spaguber. Ah, oh, Spaguber. Spaguber. Like uh, okay. <laughs> 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 and he just like waves you over. You walk over to the edge Perfect. of the deck. You climb up the ladder. As you walk up, and uh, Spaguber goes, "Nam, there will be another person here to drop off some stuff." And uh, there's just kind of like no noise from below. And um, Eek, as you walk up, it's this tiny little obtuse boat with these very short rails, and you go down the ladder, I assume, and uh, Spaguber falls right after you, and he goes, uh, he walks over to the back of the boat, and he pulls out a key from a little ring on his belt, and he, and this uh, chest, he lifts it, and he goes, and opens, and there's these little pockets where you can put things in, and he goes, um, this is the locked chest on the ship, so feel free to put, the, to put things in here. Okay, um, I'm also going to put my rat in here. Um, he's very nice. I oh. just don't want... I don't yeah. want him to get hurt. Okay. Um, okay. For how it's long? It's big enough, right? No, it's big enough. I just don't know how much air is in there in the closet. Um, I put him in a bed. But, um... Look at a likes animals. And he walks over to Boss's bunk and he just opens up a hammock and he goes, have you put them in here? I can put some bread in there and he'll probably chew on that for a while. Oh, I have uh, Shpigoober. plenty. Shpigoober. Oh, hello, Boz. He looks up at the ladder. Hi. Hi. Um, how about we just let him hang out, like up below deck? What if we can't find him again? How many places are there to hide? I mean, rats are notorious for stowing away on ships. No offense to your rat. How big is how big is the rat? The I'll pull rat. him out. Boss, uh, can't yeah. you can't you like yell at him in in or Mir? You could yell at him. Uh, when it's time for him to go back with with Eek, if he likes Eek, wouldn't he like Eek? Does he come when you call? Yeah, sure. Okay, so she just a big old plump rat sitting in the <laughs> She just said that he comes when she calls. Yeah, so it should be fine. Should be fine. Uh, looks like rat. slightly hesitant, but he goes, "Of course, loose rat." <laughs> I'm just gonna oh, put him in shit. your bunk, I think. Okay. I think. <laughs> I think Maybe still you, do put, better. you put Moto down. You put him on the floor. He's no, I'm just... gonna put him up in the uh, up in the bunk thing. Oh, in uh, Boz's. Okay, you put him in yeah. Boz's hammock. I'm glaring <laughs> down, aside, not liking his it. His legs sort of like splay out awkwardly because he doesn't know what to do on it. He slides down in the middle, and as he gets there, just sort of spreads out like butter. I, I press to digitate Moto Moto. Okay. This he poops a little bit as <laughs> Ryan press digitates him, so that just kind of evaporates. And then um, uh, he I'm just gonna sort of lay, curls up. I'm going to lay out a bunch of cheese, and I'm just going to whisper in his ear, I'll be back for you. Don't worry. Which just like stay a, right here like a little... okay. And I'll just like kiss him on the head. Okay. As you do, he like brings up his, his nose to your mouth Aww. and give him a little kiss. 
and you put your head out of the bunk. Spaghetti goes, I will look out for Mata Mata. <laughs> you are the best. Oh, thank you. Uh-huh. It is good to meet you unless we are, we are having more conversation. Uh, I think I mean, I'm it's done. good to meet you either way, really. Yes, I agree. And I'm just going to stand there and stare at him and smile. He smiles at you. <laughs> Boz is above deck mm -hmm. while this is happening. Yeah. And um, he's trying to figure out how bright he can make his staff go. Boz, can I get a spellcasting modifier check? Oh, and how many... Uh, what what was the note I gave you last time after the Sea of Storms? Uh, degrees of binding, one. Okay, you have one degree of binding. Okay. You may... Um, you may make a spellcasting ability check, but do not add your proficiency bonus. Okay. Uh, and so it's roll not a d20 like and like... add your wisdom modifier. I want to describe what it kind of feels like, because it almost feels okay. like you have like another limb a little bit. Like you just realized, oh, I can move my note, like my ears. Like I can move my ears. And it's like, how much can I do it? Mm. It's like playing around with that feeling of like something that was there. And now As like you... feels like it's a, yeah. No, I'm sorry. I, I cut off your description. Please continue. No, that's about it. Okay. As you grip the staff, it's a very different sensation. Um, and it's less that it's sudden and more that like you've been slowly growing accustomed to it. And excellent description. It Because as, as you as you put your hands on it, you can almost like the way that you nervously sense your like limbs, your terminal limbs, you can feel the roots in the deck. And the crystal starts to feel... You know how you have like a sixth sense as a person and you don't know how to describe it, but every once in a while you're just aware of it? You begin yeah. to have a connection with the gem on the top that feels a little bit like a sensory organ. You'd, hard, you'd be hard to tell which of your five senses it's, it's connecting with, but you feel like you can feel it a little bit. Okay, what'd you roll? Do you still want me to roll? Yes. I rolled a nat one. No. Oh. Um, so sad. Uh, you stare at it and your head just gets a little fuzzy. Yeah. Cool. It feels nice, though. Like, it feels interesting. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like when you look a battery and you know you shouldn't anyway so Motomoto is put up <laughs> and every, no. don't do that Motomoto is put up and everyone comes above deck wait um, Rose stays below deck okay Rose stays below deck what you doing below deck Oh, is right. there anyone else below deck? Uh, feel free and plop for up deck reclining in the weather um, Spigoober is just sort of like is non um, below deck? There's a weight in her bunk. I don't care. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but for all, ten, all intents and purposes, yeah. the only people down there are Spagoober and Nom. Spagoober is buried in his spellcasting book. Oh. Um, Spagoober. Hello. Uh, hi. Um, are are you okay if I um, if I have a, a conversation down here, uh, real quick? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> where where is Shwigoober? Like sitting across from you in his area at the back of the ship under below deck. Is there a, is he on the same side as Nam? Uh, no, Nam is on the other end. <laughs> okay, I go to like the middle and like Can crouch in between a bunk or something. Yeah, okay, you <laughs> Kind of in down. between them both, I guess. And he goes back to focusing on his book. Um, and I, I think, I think, Ro thinks of old. Okay. So you think there for a moment, and uh, there's a sudden weight in your palm, and you feel a very smooth glass orb as you look down at it, um, roughly the size of like a baseball, but perfectly smooth. There's just this pulsing, dark, inky fluid. Just and you hear in your mind, 
home. Hi there. Um, long time no see. <laughs> I had a I had a question for you. Oh, I love questions. Um, everyone, including myself, um, has kind of found themselves in a situation where um, we need to go under the ocean, into, into the ocean. I about that. Ah, <laughs> um, and I was just, I wanted your um, opinion, I guess, on if it was, after our previous conversations and all, um, if you thought it was, was safe for me to do so. That is a good question. Safe is a relative term. I'll tell you what, Rarina. Is it more dangerous than it might typically be? Possibly. It's hard to say. It's really more a question of what you do and to whom you do it. But yes, there would be a threat. Would the threat be st strictly to me, or would it be to my friends as well? It would probably affect you all. So if I were to go with them, would it be putting them in more of harm's way? Hmm. Or I'll tell you what. without me, would they be more safe? relatively speaking. As I said previously, there are those below the waves who are less than pleased with me. You are all somewhat connected to me now, both you and Craig. I think it would be hard to separate yourselves from that danger now. But to be honest, Ro. I don't have all the answers. Okay. Um, I feel as though... Can I do an insight check to see if he's telling the truth? You absolutely <laughs> can. Allow me to pull up his stat block, which I have not gotten to do and yet. And I get so to roll this. my old dice, <gasps> which is I only use it when I'm talking to old. So it looks like old. It's that clear and it has little tentacles. Now that is a deception modifier. Oh, great. I'm doing inside, right? <laughs> I haven't gotten to roll these dice yet. Oh. Those, Those are, cool. are sick. Holy cow. Oh no. What'd you roll? 16. Okay. <sighs> Dang it. It's not bad. But it doesn't beat. <laughs> but it doesn't beat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a 30. What? <gasps> Is that the wow. highest roll in our campaign? Well, it's not from a player character, but yep. Oh, holy schmacoli. Holy schmacoli. Uh, so it's I'm... hard to read this nebulous entity from another realm. Okay, um, I guess, is there just, is there anything else 
you can tell me about why this this affects me with the water, what my connection is with this. Yes. As I said before, there are those beneath the waves who oppose me, who fear me, and what I could mean for them and their culture. The further you go with my request to draw power from the wellsprings, the further you put me toward seeming in opposition to their beliefs. They disdain you because you draw near to me. And as I said before, your mother once worked with me. So that's why. Because I, I mean, obviously we've worked with you and um, this is not me trying to um, just objectively speaking, my connection is because of my mother's connection, correct? And obviously Craig now, but because I never, I mean, Craig agreed to things. Balls agreed to things. I never agreed to things. Are magic wielders as well. You are not beyond their sight. Understood. Okay. Well, um, I guess, I guess that's all I needed to know, really. Of course, Ro. And as always, I just like talking. <sighs> Let me know when you want to speak again. Sounds good. Um, thank you. No, Ro. Thank you. And the fluid in the orb pulses a little more slowly. Is it still in my hand? Yeah. Oh. It doesn't go anywhere. Well, it, it has before when I've talked to him. Um, oh, that's true. I think it has. Yeah. Sure. Every time I've talked to him, it's gone away. Actually, you know what? Yeah, I, it's just suddenly gone. Okay. <laughs> I... Okay. So, at Ro, knowing that he... Ro kind of knows that he has, like, he's in Craig's head, right? Yeah. Craig's talked about it, communicated it. Okay. So, Ro goes and finds Boz... Okay, above deck, Ro returns to you, Baze. Um, hey Balls, I Yep. I had my I had my conversation. Um and it, it, it really didn't answer a lot of questions. I'm a little concerned about us going under the water, but um I don't think my connection to the water will put us in any more harm than and she lowers her voice than um than Craig's. Um I'm I'm wondering do we need to make sure that it's left on the ship and doesn't go in the water with us? Hmm, that's a good question. That's a good question. I feel it might I... draw more attention if it's on one of our persons. I'm also wondering Well, I think we're kind of bonded to old now, so I don't think I foresee somebody trying to take it I'm not worried about um, someone taking it I'm worried about someone detecting it and attacking us because of it because mm, of what okay. he is and who lives under the ocean yeah I say we leave it leave it here on the ship then okay it's I mean after I talked um, it went away so I'm pretty sure it's probably back on Craig all we have to do is convince Craig to leave it here 
Um, if we do that, I, though, if if Craig knows that it's being left here, could Craig will it back to himself? Do we need to sneakily? No, I think Craig needs to be on board for this. Okay. I think Craig was like, yeah. talked about. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Craig's not. Craig's ears um, catch on fire. I, actually, <laughs> I think. I think. Usually, I'm I'm right beside you to back you up, but I have something I need to go talk to Nam about. Um, okay. Do you think you can talk to Craig and like get that taken care of, or do you need backup? I uh, know I can I can figure it out. Okay, but I think I think it's a good idea to to keep it here. And I you need me to sign something. Sign no, I don't, I I don't that, need you to sign something. I'll you I'll can go get teledrops and cords. It, no, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. I I think I'm gonna go talk to Greta about it. Okay. <laughs> And uh, I want to go find Nam. Okay. Okay. Boz, you head below deck. Um, there's a lump hanging from the hammock at the end of the ship. Hey, oh, uh, I'm going to make an insight check first and see if she's sleeping. <laughs> uh, Are there little goblin snores? <gasps> Just give me. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Where's the check? Uh, Sorry. It's okay. It was a 16. Okay. Um, it seems like she's just awake. Okay. Hey, Nam, uh, do, uh, uh, do, I gotta ask you something real quick, if you don't mind. The hammock twists a little bit, and some of the cloth pulls apart, and these two little green eyes poke out, and she goes, yep. So, you know, crazy stuff. We have to go in the ocean for a little bit, and, um... What? Yeah. It's, it's fine. We gotta... Just, yeah. There's, like, a shipwreck. Um, but... Uh, I'm worried about uh, this box, and I hold up my bees, oh. and I was like, I, I don't know. I yeah, you can leave them here. I want to leave them with you, oh. and I know oh, okay. that. Sorry, I'm trying to find the words. Uh, Wouldn't you want to leave them with like Spagoober or somebody? No, I want to leave them with you. And I want to do that because I feel like this box is the reason why we met. Um, as That's awful as that was, it. it was. But I honestly, you could have taken anything else and it wouldn't have mattered. And as scary as that was, and I'm not, not holding against you or anything. I'm just saying now I trust you to have this and hold it now. And I think I trust you more than anybody else to know how much I, how important it is to me. And... You were going to kill me, yeah. I'm sorry for that, by the way. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, it's um, fair. It's theft. I get it. <laughs> um, but, I mean, do you mind if I leave it with you? Yeah. No, yeah. 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 Um, uh, and she sort of, like, pulls the top of the hammock all the way back so that she can, like, like her head is exposed in her arms. And she says, here, uh, hand the strap up to me. Okay, I like hold the box. You pass it up, and once she gets it, like she wobbles for a second because it's a hammock, it's not stable, and she has to use all of her strength, but she pulls it up and she hooks the top of the leather strap that goes over your shoulder just over the hook that her hammock hangs from so that it's hanging next to her. And she goes, um, what's in there? A lot of bees. Oh, wow, I'm really glad I didn't successfully steal that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're, it's... It's yeah, it's just a lot of bees. That's okay. That seems like a you thing. Yeah, it'd make yeah. a good nightlight though. You know, like it like like little bitty colors going it all would. over the That's place. Like them. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. I, I can watch it buzz. All right, cool. All right. I do like a finger guns at her, and I walk away. Make a persuasion check. Okay. 
They're called finger crossbows, but anyway. That gum is Zachary. <laughs> oh I got a nat one again. <gasps> she just kind of shakes her head and she goes, well, we'll work on being cool. <laughs> <laughs> and she starts to walk away. She just sort of, uh, she shouts like kind of in a, a mid voice. She goes, good luck under the water. And then she Thank sort of you. Like lays back down in the hammock. Um, above I'm deck. Uh, Ro, you find Craig. It's not hard. He's no, somewhere I said something. I was going to find Greta. Oh, can I oh make, never mind. You find Greta. Can I make an intelligence check real quick to know if we, like, would Ro know if we if we told Craig about it, could he just will it back to him? Yeah, or that's, happened, that's happened multiple times. Or should You're aware. we take it? You are aware that he can will it back. That has been discussed. I go talk to Greta. Okay. Ro, you find Greta. Greta. <laughs> yeah. I... I'm worried about taking old under the water with us. Me too. Old sucks. Just kidding. I know that he can hear us. <laughs> in your, in cool. your head, you hear, and I like you too, Greta. Oh, wait, wait, so he can hear, he can be in all of our heads. Only Greta hears that. <laughs> Has I he ever been face. in my head? Anyway. Why'd you make that face, Greta? No, <laughs> <laughs> And so what are you worried about? I'm just worried about if we take him in the water. Well, all we have to do is not take his physical person in the water. Do you think it's okay if we talk to Craig about it? Or will Craig will it back and bring him under the water? I, or do you think we need to take it from him without him knowing? Craig is a silly, goofy little dude, but I think he understands things. And I think I think we can have an honest conversation with Craig and be like, Hey, Craig please like i think craig will okay. understand okay as long as you don't think it's not even craig that i'm worried about it's more of if old knows that we're leaving him here he'll will himself back to craig why would he do that i don't know old seems to have our good like intentions in heart so i don't think that he would i thought you just said you didn't like him well but y'all <laughs> seem to like him in your okay. head again greta oh you're so kind <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so fine. I'm going to reply to the voice in my head with the voice in my head and I'm going to say <laughs> buddy buddy if we leave you on the boat are you going to magic yourself back onto our person so Greta just quits talking to you for a second <laughs> staring forward and uh, you hear in your head, reason. old says, um, "No, that would be rather dumb, wouldn't it?" Could you? I, <laughs> would you even like? I should have just will asked yourself old. off of Craig if you. Ne never mind. Thank you so much, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to you later. I like this buddy thing. Oh Ro is Boz standing in up. front of Greta, doing like waving her hand in front of Greta's Greta, face. Greta, Greta cannot comprehend a voice in her mind and vision, so she does not see it. And then she snaps back. What were you? What, what was going on there? I'm just there now. I, I'm gonna I go was, talk to Craig. Uh, well, let's all talk to Craig. <laughs> Craig, I did. I walk yells. out of the room. I walk into the room. Craig, Craig, hey, Craig. come over Craig. here, please. Craig walks yeah. over. Are you chill with leaving old at the boat? Because we're worried about danger in the sea if we take him into the water. Because nobody. Oh my gosh! No, if it puts us in more danger, I don't want it. <laughs> Okay, okay, cool. I literally just so talked we'll just about how worried I am about my family. If this yeah. puts us in more danger, I don't want it. Nice. Because I'm glad we can have this important conversation. Because I really, really am worried about my Spigubra's family. Spigubra's going to go talk to Bill about the way he felt about hearing that conversation. 
I want to find Tello. I want to find Tello. I just want to say real quick. One, Roe. That was not Jackie. That was Ro thinking that. And two, Ro should have just asked old because it was more about old, being worried about old than being worried about away. Greg. 30 feet away. Bulgrug is like, he's like a ship over in between two other ships that are docked. And his feet he's are on another ship. His toes, his toes are in the water and he's just like kicking back and forth in the waves. And Bulgrug's talking to Eek and he goes, I'm so excited to be under the water. Me too. Do you remember the last time? Nope. That was frightening. Smash cut back to the group. <laughs> <laughs> that little hey, moment's happening somewhere else. Craig. Huh? I'm going to leave my fancy dancy He's awesome. Cl- <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, that cloak on. on this boat. Do you want to put your little buddy in the cloak? <laughs> what little buddy? <laughs> You're the old buddy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, that was setting Rose voice. Hey, I've got, I've got a cat in this. Sphere. Okay, put him in the cloak. Okay, Cat's take the ring off like and put it in the cloak. I'm gonna put the little sphere. Okay. Into the you, you put your your sphere and in the cloak. Faber's clasp. Okay, you take you take the ring off and you put it in the cloak. Oh my um, gosh. Are we dropping stuff in the cloak now? I take out like the pet sticks and the flash okay. that seals. Yeah, can I, can and, I, actually, hold on. on this, I want on all of your character sheets, everything you leave in the cloak, I'd like you to put a little star next to it in pencil. Seriously. Oh, I don't like this. Oh <laughs> I have orb boy. Just so we know, guys. Chill. Um, I say as the DM who stole from you guys. But anyway. Um, and uh, Tello. Twice. twice. And Tello walks up and he goes, um, um, can I, can I um, leave some things? Of course, Tello. Um, I don't know how this works. And he pulls out like a bunch of paper documents and some writing implements, things that could be damaged in water, and he just starts putting them in. I have a question, Tello. Uh, would, would my rapier work underwater? I have no idea. Like I've a, never like, fought <coughs> under the underwater. You know what? I'm going to keep it on me. <laughs> that makes sense. That's probably a good idea. Um, I I just am just going to say that so that it doesn't take up more time that I asked Spagoober if I can put um, the songbook Answers yes. in the chest. Yep. Okay. It's in. Um, and I, we don't have to spend time talking about yeah. it. You guys can just star the items. You okay. Have. I put all the things in Greta's stuff. All right. Um, Balgrug looks all over his person and he goes, um, he walks up at some point and he goes, Greta, may I also put things in your magical vest? Of course. And like- um, he puts um, his bag of dead things in your cloak. Greta. Greta is excited about that bag of dead things. And he trusts you with it. And um, he, uh, because he's he's afraid of that getting damaged, he also puts a bunch of letters in there. Mm-hmm. Um, a small wooden chest. Uh, What's in the chest, Bulbrug? Um, he goes, I don't know. I've never opened it. Okay. Um, and then um, he also puts um, some like incense items from his priest pack in there. Okay. And we're going to say that after everyone puts their stuff in there, the cloak's pretty full. I'm not going to do the math on it, but it's probably pretty full. Fair enough. Okay. Bulgrug sort of stretches and goes, all right, so we jump into the dark depths now, right? Yep. I guess so. just jump in. Did, did I cast you? water breathing on everybody. Okay. Wait, is this where we're jumping in, everyone? Boz, what does it look like Ooh. as you cast water breathing? I um, I dip the staff in the water oh, and sick. I kind of like oh. toss it on everybody. Like I sprinkle everybody like <laughs> holy water. Like baptism. Actually, it's no, like okay. baptism. Are you cool with me playing around with this? I little love Boz? that. Oh, for sure. Do it. Okay. It's sick. Um, Boz... You hold you hold the roots down in the ocean as you put them down. Like you dip it in the water, but you swear the roots 
like eke out just a little bit to touch the water. And as they reach out, the water sort of like gets absorbed onto it. And some of the roots swell for just a second and pull back up into the staff. And then as Boz flicks the staff at everyone, like there's like a spray of mist that comes out of the crystal at the head of the staff. And as each of you guys breathe it in, there's like a sudden heavy breath and you, and then your breathing feels kind of normal. And all of a sudden, Craig, you're breathing again for the first time in like three weeks. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad I'm using my lungs again. (laughs) What are those? I don't know what lungs are. What are those? Uh, okay, Landon. <laughs> Everyone collectively said, yeah, nice joke. Let's keep it. So, Greta, was that your first shower in a while? But, Craig. Did you always call me uh, boss? You don't know what a shower uh, is, Craig. Okay. Are we in water? Or? Damn. Uh, I don't, oh, yes. don't want to, like, stop Cannonball? anybody. But didn't didn't they say that it's on the other side of the island? Thank you, I, I think so. That's what I was wondering. Oh, I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. Which way's which way's? Uh, I know which way's north. You do. <laughs> Where's so you, where are we? Do you ask though? No, I'm I'm asking okay. you. I'm saying um, which way do I say? Okay, if I know is, where north there is. There is a compass rose on the map. So. Oh, okay. Sorry, I can see it. That's okay. Wait, where are we though? On the map? We're on the dock. We're on the dock, right? Right there. Um, and it was southwest, right? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, guys, I think we need to go that way. And <laughs> she points towards Southwest. Shout out the, to my uh, dad. The party has gone that way, uh, like screen wipe. And the party's on the Southwest side of the island. You walked over a big rocky outclop- outcropping. It came up to like 60 feet in altitude uh, elevation. And you went back down the other side. Uh, it's the middle ridge of stone that goes up the island. You get back, the other side of the island is really different. The shadows um, are sort of cascading over you all now. And it's actually cooler on this side of the island. Um, uh, like with a breeze just from ocean currents and um, there's smaller rock outcroppings out in front of you um, on the other side of the island and you guys are near this side is different um, there it's not a shore that breaks into the ocean because a lot of a lot of um, Alaban is just straight cliff drop and it's very sheer drop there's a slight it's not perfectly um, 90 degrees downward but it, it's real close so it's pretty precipitous drop into the water um, and somewhere out there a very first adventure where three characters <laughs> fell into the ocean four times on the side of the island happened in the past but anyway that's neither here nor there Kara <laughs> um, has Kara's PTSD flashback bones? Um, but no survived just fell oh, in four okay. times um, yeah oh good as we were walking over mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna pull a row to like the back of the crowd okay okay um, oh, what's up Vic? uh so, um, I, I've seen you use your little magical instrument, right? Yeah. That's what you do? Um, yes. Me and Bullgrog had our, our friend. Um, he, he was traveling with us, but um, he didn't really make it. And he did the same as you. And oh, uh, right so before... Uh, yeah, right before he left us, um, he gave me this. And I'm going to pull out of my bag this little, like, clothy material... Um, I, I think you should you should have this. It it might serve you, just mm. like it did for him. Oh, thank you so much, Eek. What you pull out, Ro, is weird. Um, you've held leather armor sets before, but it's thinner. Um, it's like really really thin leather. Um, and it has like little studs in them, but the studs instead of being like hard round iron studs that you would find in armor to make it stronger, they're like they. A really good comparison is not continuous, but occasional sequins of little iron <laughs> that have like little star designs carved into them. Oh, wow. It looks like really like kind of like dressy armor that would be so thin that it shouldn't even be useful, but she hands it over to you. 
is it like wait is it like a set of armor or is it just a piece of cloth or really hard to, it's really hard to tell whether or not it's a jumpsuit or armor <laughs> um i've tried to to wear it um yeah but i i just don't think it looks as good on me i mean i think your hair might just like look a little bit better with it oh um, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you look great and everything eek um it's, thank you thank you so much mm-hmm. um and I'm just going to start running off. Okay, she runs away. <laughs> yeah. Um, can I do, like, a check? I don't know what kind of you check it would be. You cast Identify if you want. Yeah, I can. Okay, fine. I cast, yeah, identify, cast identify on this weird um, Kara, material. what is uh, Row holding? It's called Glamour Studded Leather. And uh, basically, while you wear it, you gain a plus one to your AC. <gasps> um, what? But you- you can use a bonus action to change the uh, appearance of it to normal sets of clothing, something crazy, anything like that. So it's like a bard's armor. I'm shook. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> oh. Sick. There it is in the dungeon master's turn. Oh. Okay, so you you have that in your hands, bro. Um. Do I have to take my other armor off to put this <laughs> yes. on? Like, I, okay. Yeah. Which would be like a 10-minute um, ordeal. Yeah. Okay. So, I don't know what to do. Ro takes off her armor for 10 minutes and puts the other set on. Okay. So, everyone's walking, and Ro just has, like, a full outfit change. Oh, my gosh. On the Craig runs to the front. Okay. <laughs> and she doesn't have to take off her clothes. No, it's but... armor, but he's still, he's like, ah. Okay. You don't even, I was behind you guys. <laughs> Craig shields his eyes. Um, for no reason. And you switch out your armor, bro. After it I feels d- good. It's light. Ooh. It's live. After I do that, I go up to Eek, and I, I'm like, almost kind of teared up, and I'm like, "Thank you so much, Eek. I love it." And I, I give her a hug. Oh, I'm gonna hug her back. <laughs> Maybe like a little tear will start to form. I don't get very many hugs. Aww. After a moment, Bulgrog <laughs> walks up from behind both of you guys and picks both of you guys up and holds you. And he goes, "We are hugging." And he just kind of swings you around and puts you both down. Aww. Um, I was—I don't remember what I was going to say. I—I'd like to think that, that. Wait, it can change. I can change the color of it and all. Mm-hmm. You make it look like you can do everything. I say that it—it's it, kind of like purplish and green to match my nice. match my vibe. Okay. You make you are suddenly wearing dull hues of purple and green and leather stain armor. That's so cool. Yep. What did I? Are, I'm just carrying my other armor with me. I figure I'll drop it at the sure. edge of the thing. Um, I also want to quickly say that I cast Druidcraft on my loot and. Um, like seaweed and kelp kind of go oh, around sick. it um, because in Rosehead she thinks maybe this will help it like stay waterproof even though it's magic it's like okay this will okay so you start a cord then there's seaweed all over it yeah okay everyone walk up to the cliff's edge yes sir all right yep. yes you guys get to uh cliff edge it is a drop um maybe about six feet to the edge of the water which is not nothing that's higher than most diving boards and um it's just this of the waves as they crash on the stonework in front of you and the water is dark um it's a very dark navy um and the sunlight that comes off of the top of it is dark enough that it's kind of hard to detect like what lies below the surface um but um below you is just a churning ocean and it's worth noting this is an interesting experience that you guys are embarking upon some of you have been in the ocean 
Some of you have been below water before. Some of you haven't. And it occurs to you all, it's very important. I, I legitimately, as players, I want you to remember that none of your characters know what's in the ocean. Mm. There are no, there are no nature um, uh, documentaries in this world. No one has studied the ocean. Very few people have traveled below it. There are peoples in this time who live below the waves, but few of you personally know Lokatha or Kuatoa or Tritons. And to know what is beneath the waves is a mystery. So whether it is a mixed sense of trepidation, excitement, there is a tension as you all, as the bunch of you, line up along the edge of this cliff. And um, as you stand looking down at the waves, they just churn at the cliff's edge. And it occurs to you all now for the first time, you have no idea what you're headed into. DM. Craig. <laughs> what? So I can say that because Craig doesn't know how to swim, he's mm -hmm. probably never stepped foot in water that he's had to float in. Yep. Craig's holding on to Boz. Okay. Uh, Boz can't move. Mm-hmm. You guys are standing at the cliff edge. Uh, and there's a moment where everyone just kind of stands there looking down at the water. Do we? Can we tell like how far down it is? Yeah, like six feet. Oh, you said that, didn't That's you? That's okay. Okay. Yeah, the Skilianazga just churns below. There's also a moment of mixed tension as you guys remember the storm that almost killed you a day ago. Bulgurg sort of paused for a moment and he goes, um, so do we just jump in. I'm gonna be honest, you guys, I've never stepped foot in water that I had to swim in. I don't know how to swim. How do you, do you ask yourself, like, do you ask your body to swim? Do you move your limbs? Uh, Bulgrug, like, sort of leans out from the line and he goes, coordinated motions. Arms <laughs> and legs and arms and legs okay. and arms and legs. Okay. He's doing this flapping, squatting motion. Bulgrug, can you help me? Yes. I just need you to throw me in. Gotcha. Bulgrug picks me up. <laughs> by the shoulders, lifts her over his head and just hucks her at the water. Oh, and, and oh my gosh. Uh, she just goes... Can you do that too for me? I go please? running after her. Okay. Like I go jumping in too. Okay. So she... Into the water and then Boz like... How did you cannonball off or... Uh, do I have to get Craig to let go of me? Does Craig let go of me? Craig, are you holding out? on like a vice? <laughs> Basically, would you like to complicate this scene? <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah, uh, You pull away and you jump in the water and Boz disappears beneath, beneath the waves. Well, good. Understood. He grabs you by the head and just hucks you <laughs> in. And you and you go tumbling and Greta you actually kind of sideways. Yeah! And, Gre and Greta's beneath the waves. She's gone. It's just Tello, Bulgrug, Roe, and Craig. Now Tello goes, oh no. And he just died. And he, he kind of does a graceful dive. No one's brought this up, but Tello likes to swim. And he just he just like like seriously just... And there's like very little splashback from him. He just dives into the water. Tello's awesome. And... Uh, Bulgrug sort of looks at you, Rowan, and gives you like a uh, expression on his hands. Um, I, I think I think I can jump in myself. Thank no you. problem. Greg, you need help. Craig grabs um grabs Rose's hand and goes, "You want to jump with me?" Sure, Craig. Okay, let's go. Okay, she sets her armor down, obviously. Um, okay. Okay, Craig. Three, I'm, uh, okay. two. All together now. One. And Bulgrug like brushes you guys from behind and like tackles you into the waves. And there's this sudden force in you guys. And into the water. I'm still holding Craig's hand. Yeah, yeah. And you guys into the waves. It's rough. It's harsh impact as you meet the water. It's dense. And all of you guys. This happens for everyone at different moments, but similar timing. 
you all are suddenly in the ocean, not near a shoreline, a cliff up behind you. And if it hadn't occurred to you before, there is no easy way back up onto this island. The Skilianazga is rough waters. There are maybe two or three of you, maybe Boz, Tello, and possibly Greta, who are proficient enough swimmers that navigating in these waters could feel... Um, actually, you grew up near web yeah. rivers. Maybe those four where swimming in these waters would feel natural. But for the rest of you all, you are suddenly aware of the natural physical sensation of being overpowered by the environment for, uh, around you. And for some of you all, there is an instantaneous autonomic response to just swim up and come back up to the top of the water. Um, and for those of you all who sort of hang about in the water for a moment, you realize that there is about five feet, maybe 20. Oh, it's hard to tell. We're light clearly penetrates down below you, but then everything below that is just black. Indiscernible, deep, dark waters. And um, which of you nervously swim back upward? Which of you try and stay where you are in the water? Oh, also important note, cold. It's cold. Because even in the summer, the island of Alaban is just a little cool and it's ocean water. And the Skilianazga is not a warm sea. Uh, since I had gone in first, I'd probably swim back up. Okay, so just you, to like you, you, <laughs> and you're like up above the waves, and you're breathing in the air, and you're like using a ton of effort to stay afloat. I am, uh, I, I kind of float back to the top too. Okay. So and I have my my staff as light as I can okay. under the water. Make another on that uh, helps. Okay, so you you increase the staff, and like about ten feet of dim light now appears as as you like lift back to the top of the water. You. Pop, pop your head up out of the ocean and it sprays everywhere. It's briny. You can feel it sticking to your armor and you're, you're above the waves kicking and dog paddling. And wait, it's this is the ocean. So you guys are bobbing back and forth and waves are slapping you in the face occasion, occasionally. Greta? Um, Greta is not going to... She's going to... She's going to land in the water and just like kind of stay where she is. Come back to you in a second. That No, I like it. Ro? Um, she grabs, like, she's trying to swim, but she's oh, also... Oh, you're with Craig. She's wanting to hold on to Craig because Craig oh. said that he couldn't swim. We'll come back to that then. But she's also trying to swim well, herself. We'll come back to that then. Oh, no. Um, uh, Greg is doing his own thing. Okay, so the three of you guys have returned to the surface. And Tello swims back up to the top of the water, too, and he, very, very good swimmer. He comes to the top of the water and he's swimming and he goes, um, there are more of us, right? And um, what's happening below the water is, Craig, I would like you to make a wisdom saving throw <laughs> to not panic. Anxiety check. <laughs> okay. Panic attack. Oh, no. What'd you get? Come on, Craig. <laughs> oh, um, got a 10. Okay. <laughs> okay. You see 10. Oh, thank God. So Craig plunges beneath the water, and as you're holding on to Craig, something occurs to you. Density. This yeah. is a dense man. Yeah. And you are momentarily pulled <laughs> far below the water. Also, quick note, Craig does not have heavy armor, but he has heavy weapons on. Mm. That weight, you can feel that. And mm. Craig begins sinking. And Craig, as you start panicking for a moment, you like you're in water, and you look up, and there's just like six feet of water between you and the surface. And there's a moment where you go to panic, breathe in, and as you do... Fluid rushes up your nose and into your lungs. And as you go, your body violently contracts. You can feel your serratus and your core muscles pull around your abdomen. And as you have a moment of panic, all of a sudden... And you, you breathe the dense liquid in. It kind of burns in your nose. And then as you breathe it out, it just flows right back out. And you have this moment of bzzz. 
bizarre sensation where your body kicks in all its autonomic responses to begin drowning. But you don't. And you... And as you breathe in and out and the water flows in and out, you just hear a voice in your head that says, Like it, don't you? And for a moment, Craig, you feel a kind of... You're much more relaxed than you thought you would be. But you are slowly sinking. And Ro, you're nearby. Do you keep holding on to Craig? As as I realize that we're sinking. like sinking, yeah, I let go. Okay, so Ro lets go of you and begins swimming upward. Bulgrug swims down to where you are. He has a moment where his face kind of flinches and a bunch of bubbles come out of his nose and then more bubbles and he kind of starts to snort and cough. But then he just opens his eyes and he has a big old grin on his face and he's just slowly sinking with you, giving him this really <laughs> weird, like macabre <laughs> thumbs up as you're slowly sinking down. Okay, the rest of the party is at the water surface. Tell a uh, row suddenly pff, bursts above the waves and she's swimming with you all. Greta's still Oh, excuse me, and tell uh, Greta, you just you're in the mid zone as you breathe in, shock of water, and you for the first time in your life, you breathe water. Didn't okay. It's a dense, strange feeling. Your breaths are slower than they are above in the air. The fluid is denser, but you are pulling. Breathe, you can breathe this. Okay. And you're sort of like floating in the middle because you're pretty light. <laughs> and um, you see Craig and Bulgrug gently sinking down next to you. How is my dark vision affected by the water? This is a very important mm. point. You all, all have dark vision. Where you are now in the ocean, those of you with dark vision, not those of you without, you can detect 60 feet around you. You can see clearly, but everything's going from color to muted grays as you begin sinking mm. down. Okay. Uh, okay. Can I do an insight or a perception check to see if there are any um, fish or like it, to see if there's anything moving around me? With your passive perception, you see nothing. Okay. Okay. Everyone is burst up above the waves. But what is the conversation above the waves? Um, does anyone does anyone remember? Um, did they say how far out it was? How far out the ship was? I don't think, we got that, don't think we got that information. Where are Craig and Bulrog and Rata? Oh, I, I, don't, I don't know, but balls cast, cast uh, out, uh, breathe with water or something, right? Do so we just commit to this boss? What are we doing? If they're beneath the waves, uh, one second. Um, I want to cast Conjure Animals and also speak with animals at the same time. Oh, okay. So, Boz, you and, pull your staff up and uh, it shines. What do you conjure? Uh, I want to conjure four uh, reef sharks. I think that's what they are. Yes. What? I so conjure as, four. I don't as like Boss this. says that, Tello, Tello just hears Craig is below and he dives. Um, and Craig, as you look up and start sinking, you see Tello swimming down towards you. Like just sort of like his arms are together pointed and he's kicking behind him. Very proficient swimmer. And he's just swimming toward you down in the water. Um, and you are continuously sinking. Boz, you hold your staff up. Whatever everyone else is doing at the water feeling strange. Boz, you hold your staff up. All of a sudden, there's just like four like bursts of, <laughs> of, of water near the top. Yes, sir. Yeah. There's one thing I want to consider that I don't think a lot of people think about when you cast Conjure Animals. These are fae spirits. Okay. So these are, these are things from the fae wild. Or from the material plane that mm. are face spirits, so like which favor. I think is cool. They're like where so, favors from. Yeah, so it's like I'm pulling four spirits from the fey wild that consider me friendly to become animals in the material plane. I don't think anyone's ever brought that up. And it's not that I don't believe you. I just feel the desire to read that for myself. It's pretty sick, uh, actually. One yeah. second. This is conjure animals, right? Lennon, how yeah, did you just animals. make summoning four sharks out of thin air even cooler? How did you manage that? You know what? That's true. That's Boz's right. 
So four, sh there's, there's bursts of water around him and four sharks appear. They are reef sharks. Have, we, have um, any of us ever seen sharks besides Nope. Boz? Literally none of you, but some of you have heard of them. You've oh heard boy. they're killer predators Lovely. because it's rumors and everyone describes animals inaccurately. So you've heard they tear sailors apart and kill them. Uh, and four sharks just suddenly four fins are they see in the me water do around it. him, except the edges of the fins are trimmed with ethereal light mm. and they're long. Each of these sharks is easily 10 feet long that are swimming in the water around Boz. And they are just in a circle around you, Boz. Oh, so cool. I, I would love to just set a precedent that like, the same spirits like there's like a pool of these Heck not yeah. to make you do more work Heck yeah, Boz. but like it's this it's like my friends like i'm pulling i'm pulling i don't want to like roll i don't want to no no, no no i like it I like it, I like it i like it yeah but i want to i also want to do speak with animals and i want to i want to talk to them and basically say hey nice to meet you uh my name's boz i think we can like do introductions later on but i have some friends that are like lost in the water around me and i need to help i need help finding them Okay. I don't know where they are. So as you say that, one of the sharks swimming nearby, you hear a voice, and it responds, We absolutely can help. They are below. And one of them dives. And then another one uh, swimming nearby says, um, Do your best not to scare them. I know I could have done something Another one nearby better. says, um, Understood. And dives down. And another just keeps swimming near you. And then the fourth goes, <laughs> okay. And dives down. <laughs> oh, <no>. um, <laughs> Craig, you and Bulgurg are sinking. Tell us something towards you. Got to hear nearby in the water. Three sharks! Three actual sharks! You're not even sure actually what a shark is. A giant tube of muscle and fins begins swimming down behind Craig, Tello towards you. Is there any way that Craig could bring out his weapon? Yeah. Okay, so you pull your hammer out from behind you. They're also, all of them are dimly glowing blue light at their mm -hmm. edge. They begin swimming by. He, that could be normal. He doesn't yeah, know. Yeah, sure. Tello is swimming down next to you, and as he's swimming... Um, he's like, he's like, the bubbles are coming up. You point, and he goes, and he like just turns <laughs> away, and there's sharks nearby. And one of the sharks does this huge wiggling motion thing. Don't know what that's about. But they begin swimming down towards you, and as they get near you, they just keep a radius around you of like 15 I feet. I want to follow where I see them go. Okay, so Boz dives. Like, Anybody else dive? <laughs> I say before I dive, like I'm seeing them. I think they found them. Follow me. Okay, Boz dies. Follow What's the green light of my staff. Uh, Eek okay, and I, Ro. I dive. Okay. I dive and follow. Everyone him. dives. One by one, all of you have the harrowing, bizarre, incredible experience of breathing water for the first time. You all begin the process of drowning and then instead begin breathing dense fluid. And all of you all, the light begins fading for all of you as you begin going deeper. Craig, you and Bulgrug have now reached a depth of about 80 feet. The pressure is increasing on your on your chest. Things are getting dense. But as you begin sinking, instead of the water slowly crushing you, the magic begins equilibrating your internal organs. And the pressure just kind of balances out. And you guys are just sinking and sinking. With your dark vision, you can see stone nearby of the, uh, of the island. And you realize, oh, the island is a mountain from beneath the ocean. And the island of Alaban is just the tip of this mountain that plunges outward. And you see the stone, you see the stone, and you lose the stone as the mountain drops off and you just begin sinking into dark water. Boz is swimming down and as it, it takes about 40 seconds for you guys to lose all light, dark vision or no. And soon enough, the only light around you are four blue going sharks and um, Boz swimming down or this green, slightly auburn light that is swimming down in the water. Also, just for a moment, 
for the sake of sickness, I want you all to understand that you are floating, slowly sinking down in a black void of cold temperature and dense fluid, while your druid is slowly sinking behind you as the sole point of green light, and everybody else is just barely coated with this umbra of light around him, and everything beyond you all is just pitch darkness as you are sinking downward, and glowing sharks. I love our camping. Soon enough, um, the sharks get near everyone, and one of them, Craig, one of them comes really near and swims under Balgrog. Balgrog goes to kick a leg, and then it sort of like comes up under him, like he's riding it. And he just sort of straddles it behind the fin, and Balgrog just leans with it. And he grabs the fin, and it begins swimming oh, around, okay. and Balgrog is riding the shark. He puts and the away. shark swims back up to where Eek is, and Balgrog <gasps> just kind of reaches out and grabs you, Eek, and puts you on the fin in front of him. Oh. And slowly but surely, each of these sharks begin coming to each of you all, and like, like, giving you the opportunity to like straddle their backs as you swim with them as you go those are now riding sharks in the ocean oh if you roll gosh. with it heck yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely so the sharks yeah. are, are yeah. glowing and you are getting five feet of dim light off of the sharks wherever you are going you'll pair out greta you want to share a shark <laughs> yeah for sure okay greta and row are on a shark craig wait is there is there anybody that's like <laughs> i want to turn into a shark too Okay, you expend a Which wild shape. Which I can shape. do. I can turn into a weave. I, yeah. I looked it up. You, you expend a wild shape. Your staff goes with you, right? Yes, it does. Okay. But I turn into the blue light as well, right? Does it match its brightness? I think you just turn into a beast. But you know what? With your um, one order of, of attunement or whatever, make a uh, casting check. Okay, so cool. So roll a d20 with your plus five. Oh, this is so cool. Boz wild shapes into a shark. Uh, that's 18. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's my spellcasting modifier. That's wisdom, five. right? Oh, five. Yeah, 23. Okay. Um, so uh, there are four blue glowing sharks and one green glowing shark, which has 10 feet of dim light instead of five. And you guys are slowly descending. Um, I am going to... That's, that's the coolest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> um, five sharks are just... <laughs> we got so a, we got a crew. Shark. And I can still concentrate yeah, on spells while I'm sharkified. I looked it up. Yes, you can. <laughs> sharkified. I'm going to cast locate object. Heck yeah, Greta. On, so this says... Um, 1,000 feet. Yeah. Alternatively, the spell can locate the nearest object of a particular kind, such as a certain kind of apparel, jewelry, furniture. Can I say that like a chest is furniture? Yes, you can. Okay. I'm going to locate the nearest chest. Okay. What does it look like you just cast your spell? Um, Guys, this episode's dope! Awesome. Oh my gosh. Um, okay, so Greta's riding on a shark. On a shark! <laughs> and I was on the shark. We're on the shark. We're on the shark. And I was over on the shark. So Greta's riding on a shark. Holy crap. Um, oh, also, 120 feet underwater right now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the the, the um, light of the ocean above disappeared. Okay. You can no Ooh. longer see light from above oh you. Or like very oh dimly gosh. up looks slightly brighter than down, but that's this all is you so can sick. So Greta's gonna um she's she's like kind of super focused on finding the boat. She's like she's thinking and she's like, okay, how in the world are we gonna find this boat? And I think almost this might be kind of flavoring, but like she's focused on like like she thinks like we're looking for a chest. We're looking for something on a boat. And as she's like thinking of like where are we gonna find this, I feel like something like it almost like kind of slips into her mind like oh i have a i ha i can i have like a spell for this i yeah. can i can do this magically um so she's going to to close her eyes and kind of like stick her hands out and like um i feel like just maybe cuz she's underwater mm -hmm. like just 
not ooh, can little like bubbles come yes. off like little, little bubbles green. begin yeah your hand yeah, yeah. and so they're gonna like kind of like sh- kind of swirl out from her hands and just kind of disappear into the darkness heck yeah in the direction and in the you, direction as of, you begin as the bubbles begin coming from your hands they all like begin floating ooh, upward some come and then from they her get symbol like like they come yes! they like come ooh. and they like bubble out of they, her yes yeah. Yeah, okay, <laughs> so the bubbles begin rising out of the front of your armor with a dim green light. They begin flowing down your arms and pour off your hands. Bro, this is just happening behind you. And <laughs> I'm holding on to her because okay, I'm front like, of you. oh, she's bubbles, doing something. The bubbles I don't want begin to fall. rising upward, and as they begin rising upward, suddenly they begin getting sucked downward into the ocean. Oh, cool. Flo- like floating downward. Okay. And um, you are aware that that is the direction of a chest. Okay. Um, uh, so I can't speak, right? Oh, how does that work? I'm going to try talking. I'm going to try talking to Boz. I'm going to go, Boz. Okay. No one has spoken out of the shock of emotion. But as as Greta goes to speak, Greta, you go to inhale a speak in fluid in your lungs, and you mutter the tongue for Boz, and then Boz comes back out. And it's slightly oh. muffled. It's like, Boz. Oh, wow. And it is slightly muffled, <laughs> muffled from usual speech, but sound is faster than the human mind can detect. But you swear it comes to you just a little more instantly. Because sound travels faster in fluid, not wow. slower. And so, um, wow. Boz, you are instant. Like, you hear Greta, like, the the actual words are muffled, but the sound is clearer than it has ever been. Wow. Does so speak with cool. animals go reverse when you turn into an animal? Uh, no. <laughs> I, so I, you, you turn around Boz, and a giant flat-headed shark <laughs> turns its head glowing green. So Boz can't he speak is a back. Boz is a I shark. make shark noises. Okay, cool. But can he understand like a, her? In the water. What does Boz. the shark say? Okay. There's a video of Landon singing that on the internet. Okay, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna I, I realize that I can speak and I'm gonna say loud. The bubbles are the nearest chest. I let's follow that. All of you all have the shocked realization that you can speak and Tello goes. Okay, I didn't know if we could talk, guys. This is insane. We're in the ocean. I think I'm riding a shark. We're in the ocean, Tello. <laughs> follow. Bo- Boz, you're in charge of the sharks. Tell them to follow the bubbles, please. Can the sharks I understand, can understand us? Them. Yeah, oh you can understand gosh. them. Oh my gosh. I talk to the sharks. I say, okay, follow the bubbles with them. <laughs> As a shark, you don't say anything. You're just aware that there's like oh. intuitive body language for everything. So you like lift a pectoral fin on a side and just dive downward and all the sharks simultaneously follow. And Tello goes, um, This is so cool. Hi, ho, so far away! And he just lifts an arm above himself and the shark begins diving. Deem inspiration. Yeah. I say okay, yeah. inspiration. I'll take it. <laughs> all right. And uh, as the party plunges deeper into black darkness, the ocean below, that is where we are going to leave no! episode 41. No! Good golly. Gorge. Good golly, Miss Molly. Good golly. Right. Uh, Kara, thoughts? I don't know. I'm just putting you on the spot again because I like doing it to you. Uh, well, I was going to name our shark, but we ran out of time. Yeah. Looks like you're just going to have to tune in next week, I listeners. <laughs> For shark names. Eve is my one love. Welcome to episode 42, Shark Nato. Peace, love, eat. <laughs> love, eat. No. Shark boy. Yes. And love <laughs> I cast Nickelodeon wow. at fourth level. Uh, <laughs> was that a Nickelodeon movie? Yes. Oh, yeah, that was so nice. much confidence. Dude, Taylor Lautner. I was like in love started. with Taylor Lautner. <laughs> <That's> <laughs>
<laughs> if there can be a speak with animals spell, can there be a speak with rocks? Because I feel like you could get so much information. Hey, <laughs> I'll tell you what. You want to work on that in the other campaign There's with a certain wizard you plants. know? Maybe. <laughs> anyway. Uh, we can maybe homebrew that. But <laughs> I'm going to do that. Everyone. That was a, a oh, sort of Dungeons gosh. and Dragons podcast. Good work. Hope you enjoyed it. Listener, if you like this podcast, gosh dang it, tell somebody. Yeah. Yeah, goofball. Uh, but all jokes aside, if you enjoy this podcast, tell someone. Help someone else enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I did, and that's how I got on here. Exactly. Hey. Actually, so what true, you're saying yeah. is if you like this podcast, there's a small chance that you too could somehow jump on and listen if you love it with all your heart and care for it tenderly. Not so. technically impossible. I can make it happen. I can convince these guys to let oh you come on. Goodness. Some um, will be harder than others. Uh, a one shot. But, uh, a one shot. A one shot. Anyway, not canonical. Not canonical. Um, um, please, please, uh, if if you really love this podcast and you have a couple dollars to spare a month, then check out our Patreon. We put up behind the scenes little thingies and talk more in depth about it, uh, about our about our episodes, and we put up early episodes, all mm-hmm. that good stuff. You can early. also follow us on social media, mm-hmm. Instagram, TikTok, all that good stuff. And Landon, um, I guess maybe by the time this episode comes out, will the big announcement be announced? Maybe. There's, um, there's a big announcement. Big stonker there's announcement. There's a big, big announcement. Texas-sized announcement. Hello. Hello. Just um, uh, if yeah. it's released, if it's if it's uh if it's time to release it by now, I think uh, I, I'll ha- have like an intro mention. Like cool, definitely cool. mention the intro. So if you've heard that intro mention, yeah, y- you know what's up. This is us retroactively referring to. Yeah, so excited. excited. <laughs> and if I haven't mentioned it yet, just wait. Yeah, it's coming. Maybe we'll Tune in next week. See you soon. <laughs> also, as a final note, uh, if you don't have any friends or you just hate talking to people and you think a money's what's a money's. An easy way to support us is just rate the podcast. Uh-huh. Yeah, rate it. Free Give a little review. Yeah. It makes uh, us happy. I, the only review on Podcast Addict right now is me, but I know there's more people listening on Podcast <laughs> Addict. It's the number one place it's that we get listens out. from. So uh, whoever whoever is the next... If I log on to Podcast Addict and see a second review, I'm going to give you a digital high five. Oh, are you um, really a podcast addict if you're not leaving reviews on your podcast? Wow. Like, are you really? We are calling. Like no, I'm like, are you really? They're not all that. They're Listener, all that. roll for initiative. <laughs> oh, no. I came from, hey, don't get, don't get geologist, okay? You're about to get geologist. Oh, she'll geologist. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Uh, this has been Barely D&D, a Sword of Dungeon and Dragons podcast, and we will see you next week. And also, <laughs> uh, <laughs> is there more? Do yes, we have to say? sign off. We do every time. Yeah. Sign off. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's right. Hey, I'm it's waiting. okay. It's just it's just sort of Dungeons and Dragons, y'all. Life is an incredible story, and you are a very important part of it. No matter what you do, make sure you value yourself as a part of that story. Mm-hmm. We hope we see you next time. Amen. <laughs>